you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at LAist.com sweeps. I'm Austin Cross. Join me for LAist's new live event series with the James Beard Foundation. We are where we eat. We'll go behind the scenes of LA restaurants. The kickoff event is May 22nd. Tickets at LAist.com slash events. LAist Studios. Today on the LA Report, new Airbnb rules coming for unincorporated LA County. You can still rent out your home as long as you live there. We'll preview the fierce election fight in the LA City Council's 4th District. Hey, what do you know? Another bluff in South Orange County is crumbling like that hasn't happened before. This time it's about to take down an enormous mansion. It's Tuesday, February 13th, Mardi Gras. I'm Nick Roman. Laissez le bon temps rouler. This is the LA Report from LAist 89.3. Airbnb hosts in unincorporated Los Angeles County could soon be barred from renting out homes unless they live in those homes. LAist housing reporter David Wagner has more on the rules advanced today by the County Board of Supervisors. The board unanimously voted to require that hosts register with the county every year. The rules would also ban hosts from renting out second homes or investment properties. Proponents say the rules will shut down corporate hosts and make housing available for struggling renters. But some hosts say ordinary homeowners will no longer be able to earn extra income from their own property. And we have more on the new L.A. County home rental rules at LAS.com. Public schools in California have been required to rent space to charter schools for more than 20 years now. It's been a tense two decades of sharing space. Today, the school board at the L.A. Unified School District is voting on more limits on where charters can share space with public schools. L.A.'s K-12 education reporter Mariana Dale says according to the school district, the new limits are intended to protect vulnerable students squeezed when public schools and charters share campuses. Traditional schools say they lose space and resources. Charter schools say they sometimes have to work across multiple locations. The new policy clarifies guidelines for where co-locations can exist. It restricts charters from specific campuses, including those that serve high-need students. LAist reporter Mariana Dale, she says charter school advocates have threatened legal action to knock out those new limits if they're adopted. What's known as the parental rights movement in California has helped push forward a socially conservative agenda in public schools. It's happened in the Orange Unified School District, but some parents there don't like the conservative shift. And LA's Orange County correspondent Joe Replogal says they're aiming to recall two school board members. The Orange Unified board members fighting off a recall effort are Madison Clovestad Minor and Rick Ledesma. They've helped pass policies that ban flying the pride flag at schools and that require notifying parents when their child asks to use a different name or gender than the one assigned to them at birth. Minor and Ledesma are proud of their record, which they say takes aim at divisive and inappropriate teachings in public schools and gives parents more control over what happens in the classroom. For LAist 89.3, I'm Jill Replogle. 
By the way, we have more about the Orange Unified recall, plus many other elections on the March 5th ballot. Take a look at our voter game plan at LAS.com slash voter game plan. Oh, and this year we've added Orange County races. You asked for it, so we did it. And check it out. When we come back, we preview the fierce election fight in the L.A. City Council's 4th District. And then, hey, what a surprise, another South Orange County bluff is crumbling. Support for LAS comes from Latino Theatre Company at the Los Angeles Theatre Center, presenting the world premiere of Mix Mix, The Filipino Adventures of a German-Jewish Boy by Boney B. Alvarez. Inspired by true events from the life of Ralph Price, after escaping Nazi Germany, a newfound tropical refuge in the Philippines is upended when Japan invades the islands. On stage through June 16th, tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps. This is the L.A. Report. I'm Nick Roman. Primary elections in Los Angeles are in full swing, especially the race for the fourth district seat on the L.A. City Council. That's Silver Lake to Reseda, with the Hollywood Hills, Studio City, and Sherman Oaks in between. Special interests have poured in more than a million dollars to defeat the incumbent, Nithya Raman, who's up for a second term in office. Raman chairs the City Council's Housing and Homeless Services Committee. She is opposed to the city's anti-camping ordinance known as 4118. It bans homeless camps within 500 feet of schools and daycare centers. At a recent candidates debate, Raman said 4118 does almost nothing to solve L.A.'s homelessness crisis. It has pushed homeless people around the neighborhood without actually getting people off the street. That ordinance is supported by Raman's two opponents, L.A. Deputy City Attorney Ethan Weaver and software engineer Levon Baronian. Now, voters in the 4th District have been swamped by mailers that blast Raman for opposing 4118. And one major donor who is funding the campaign against her is real estate mogul Dan Emmett. His large real estate company, Douglas Emmett, has contributed $400,000 to defeat Raman. Here's L.A. Civics and Democracy correspondent Frank Stoltz. The company refuses to state its reason for the contribution, but Raman has been a vocal opponent of Emmett's efforts to evict residents from more than 700 units at the Barrington Plaza high-rise in Westwood, something Emmett has said is necessary to install fire sprinklers. Raman has sided with residents who accused Emmett of staging the mass evictions so he could raise rents in the building. LA's correspondent Frank Stoltz. Now, some say the Nithya Raman re-election bid is a bellwether for the progressive movement in Los Angeles. And we have more on the candidates in the L.A. City Council's 4th District rates. You'll find it all at las.com slash vote. Well, what do you know? Another bluff in South Orange County is crumbling. You know, we have seen it a lot in the last couple of years, mostly in San Clemente, where a landslide has hampered rail travel between L.A. and San Diego. This latest landslide is in Dana Point. It's about to take down a huge luxury home. And L.A.'s reporter Yusra Farzan says it's also highlighted the need 
to rethink whether it's a good idea to build homes on those bluffs. Although pictures show the mansion's outdoor terrace inches away from tumbling into the ocean, city officials say there's no imminent threat to the home. But Kate Hucklebridge, executive director of the California Coastal Commission, said the images are an indication that these are not safe places to build homes. I think landslides on Bluffs like these are unfortunately likely to become more common. Increasing rainfall and rising sea levels combine to erode coastal cliffs from the top and bottom. Hucklebridge says with an increase in these type of landslides, the commission has also seen an uptick in emergency permits to stabilize different parts of the coastline. For LA 89.3, I'm Yusra Farazan. Thanks for listening to the LA Report. I'm Nick Roman. Be sure to listen again tomorrow morning when Suzanne Watley brings you the LA Report AM edition. The LA Report is produced by Libby Rainey and Tiffany Ujiea. Megan Garvey is the executive editor. Catherine Mailhouse, our director of content development. Our engineer, Tui Mao. Original music by Scott Kelly. You can read more about our stories at LAist.com. You can also listen live anytime on the LAist app or on the radio at 89.3 FM. You know, listeners like you help make the LA Report possible, so please donate at LAist.com slash join. This podcast is supported by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe quality journalism makes Southern California a better place to live. As a farmer's son from a desert region in California, J.B. Hamby thinks a lot about water. I spent a lot of time digging up history, particularly about water, which is the origins of the Imperial Valley. How this 28-year-old became the youngest lead negotiator on the Colorado River ever. And how he could shape the most consequential negotiations to date. Listen to Imperfect Paradise, the Gen Z water dealmaker, wherever you get podcasts.